we were in we were in bed and he said to me and he goes, I love you. And my first thought was, and I, I can't say it back, so I paused for about five seconds. The best the, the best that my brain could do in this scenario was that's nice. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. Would you get pregnant if you could? The mini Let's table, get it on. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> baby. Let's get it on. We're on the mattress. What eating. Hello and welcome to Do Pals on a Pod. It's episode 16. It's the Valentine's Day special. Got a big one this week, haven't we? Yeah, it's good. I always enjoy when I get the brief through about what we're going to be doing on the podcast this week. And I sit there and I think, you know what, this week I'm going to do no preparation whatsoever because love, Valentine's Day, romance, it's something that comes so naturally to me. So yeah, this podcast is made for me this week. I feel like I've got right a good feeling about street. it. Yeah, exactly. And I'm still on a high after the, the positive feedback that we got on the Tinder Swindler podcast. Some really nice comments there. And we've gone from kind of like, he is the, he's anti-love, I feel. Very mm-hmm. emotionless. And this week we're all up in our feelings. I love it. Exactly. We had some great stories last week as well. For those of you who didn't listen to that one, you know, we we uh, we made we made a little joke about your mum being a suicide bomber. So, you know, if you're into that kind of stuff, then you can always go back and, and listen to that. <laughs> if there's anybody listening, anybody from the authorities listening, my mum is not, in fact, a, a suicide bomber. No, but I'm enjoying you know, those days behind her. She's not anymore. It's no. outdated information, outdated intel. But I'm enjoying this week. You've turned up for the people that are watching on on YouTube. You've turned up in what is what can be described as a soft pink hoodie, haven't you? Which is very apt. It's a creamy the pink. Theme of love. That's how I'm going to describe it. Yeah, it's my favourite shade of pink. Creamy pink. Mm-hmm. It's out there for you, isn't it? For some for somebody that likes wearing black and different shades of grey, shall we say? Mm-hmm. Still got the black t shirt on. Love. Stay on brand. Stay on brand. We can't be too radical, can we? We can't exactly. be too radical. I thought I'd just spice it up a little yeah, bit. That's for your the, colour, love episode. Um, what's your definition yeah. of love? Do you think? Like, what's to you? What What is love? Have you ever been in love? Like, how many times <laughs> you've been in love? That's, these are the things I want to know. Big questions. Aren't big, they? Juicy big questions. questions. I have to say, I can't remember if I've discussed this this story before, but I once was uh, seeing somebody who said that their conception of love was based on Shakespearean tragedies and jazz music. So he was like. <laughs> I would never say that I'm in love with somebody until I can't spend like a living minute away from them, which is a very interesting definition of love. But for me, I think love is something that is intangible. You, you You feel it, but you can't measure it. And it's very, very hard to define. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not something you'll be surprised to hear, but I've never been in love. You'll be very surprised. I mean, you'd, you'd expect people to be queuing up, but weirdly, it's just, you know, just not happened. But I do look forward to the day. I imagine it's right. an interesting feeling. I imagine it's a, a nice one to, you know, feel not just love for someone else, but to also feel loved by someone else as well. That must be nice. Yeah, and I feel like... I know where you're going wrong here. And it's the fact that you haven't invested in any rose quartz crystals. Oh, um, because I have, I have been in love and I have rose quartz crystals. So by definition, obviously it's the rose quartz crystals that are attracting the love into my life. And I really feel like you need to get on board with that. I might Definitely. get you one for your birthday. Birthdays, birthdays on the horizon. So we approach <laughs> in the age of 23. It's coming up, isn't it? I might it get is. you a little necklace or something. How many times do you reckon you said... I love you to somebody. What? So like different people? Different like, people. How many yeah. people have I said it to? Good question. Two or three. I don't know the Ooh. I don't know the exact amount. I can't remember. There's, so there's a bit many. of uncertainty. Two or three people. Two, three, um, four, five. Or, you know, in the, in the smoking area, in a club or whatever, <laughs> you know. A, a, a DJ Dave. Fling. DJ Dave. <laughs> 
<laughs> DJ Dave when he plays Shake It Off after I've requested it. I'm like, I love you. I love you. I love you, Dave. <laughs> it's a true story. It's a true story. But yeah, it's such a fundamental thing to say, though. And, you know, people refer to it as the L-bomb. The L-bomb is such a big thing to say to somebody, isn't it? And you do always overthink it before saying it. And then the moment when when you say you're in a relationship and the first time it gets said is a moment that you always kind of, you always do remember. But usually for me, I know I love somebody when I don't, I've got no desire to sleep with, with anybody else. That's, that's usually good, that's a good when, indicator, usually, yeah. That's a good indicator, isn't it? I'm a man of, man of morals. Um, well, I don't but go it's that far. That's pushing but, it a little <laughs> bit, maybe, but yeah. First time that I ever uh, said it to somebody, ever, when I was, I, was, I think I was 17, so I should have known better. <laughs> I was in a, a there's a two star hotel in uh, Birmingham. We were eating, we were eating, (laughs) and we were eating a tray of um, Krispy Kreme donuts that we got from Tesco's. (laughs) Mouthful of like chocolate, like I had at the time. I had a little goatee, and there was like whipped cream in the in the. You didn't say to the donut, did you? I love you. (laughs) To whoever makes these Krispy Kreme donuts, oh. And what you said it in that moment? Uh, yeah, I just. But it's it's just a thing you're overcome with emotion. That was, it was definitely too early, and I didn't actually mean it. I think when I said it, in that, you know, retrospectively, I, I want to take it back. Can I take it back now? I think I'll take Those it back. That's just so good. The sugar rush went to my head, didn't it? The sugar <laughs> rush went to my head. But yeah, it, it, I think because it's such a big thing, though, saying those those three words is such a big thing. It does set itself up for awkward moments. So I've had people say it to me before. And I haven't felt it. It's not been reciprocated from my end. How do you deal with it? I mean, I dealt with it in the way I was kind of like, I was so, so awkward. I think I remember telling you at the time because I replied with, I wasn't going to say it back if I didn't feel it because that's, I think that's the worst thing to do, isn't it? So I just replied, we're in bed or whatever. This guy says to me, whatever. And I'm like, that's, this is that border. Like, we're not on this level whatsoever. Like, where, what is it? What, I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know if he'd done substances or whatnot. It was in the morning. It was like, it was like, it was like, 11 a.m. though you never know you never know with people you don't say i love um, you at 11 a.m do you come on no you don't Take no no time. you don't dude i do if it's light outside how am i meant to go with the rest of my day after i'm that? brunch um, here come on he tells, yeah. <laughs> we were in we were in bed he says to me and he goes, i love you and my first thought was and I, I can't say it back so i paused for about five seconds and the best the, the best that my brain could do in this scenario was that's nice <laughs> oh, that's brutal. That's I love you. Brutal. That's I'd have nice. pretended to be asleep or something, or you know, <laughs> like unconscious. It's one of those situations where you just wish for like divine intervention, like a, a fire alarm or a smoke alarm to go off or something. Oh, but no, was, wasn't wasn't happening. And when it's just like you and you and the, the other person in the room, makes it even more even more awkward because there is only one right right answer. I think when some, when you say that to somebody, you want it reciprocated. That's probably why you say it, right? To see where they're at. But yeah. I'm not. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna bullshit. I'm not gonna bullshit. That no makes way. a change. No it does make but, yeah, a change. It was a particularly horrifying experience. Um, one thing I was thinking this week, I've had uh, you know hashtag shower thoughts. That's that's returning uh, for this week's episode. I was thinking I've I've been a little scenario. Um, basically, you're dating someone, okay? You're getting along really well. You're properly attracted to them. You know, maybe you've seen, maybe seen them, maybe I don't know, five, six, seven times on dates, and then they drop the bombshell. I've got eight months left to live. What do you do <laughs> at that point? They're now they're telling you they're terminally ill. You've got to make a decision, right? Do you go? Well, I really like this person. I'm going to continue seeing him for the next eight months and then experience all that heartache at the end of that eight months. Or do you go, got to protect myself from that. I can't, I can't I... see you. I'm going to have to see other people. <laughs> Sorry. 
but you're really into them now. I think it's it's a sad situation anyway, isn't it? Because you're into them, they've got eight months to live. I don't mm. think I'm getting any 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 more involved in that. I'm think also Ooh, harsh. I don't I don't expect that to come up in conversation, especially if I'm going on seven or eight dates with them. I don't think I've ever been on seven or eight dates with anybody in my life. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure why I'm going on so many dates with people. I remember That's managed by date seven for you, isn't it? Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, I was even math. Yeah, in sickness and in health, I don't think so. You're not tying me down with that one, unless we, we sign a prenup or something. Unless we sign a prenup. Uh, <laughs> but no, she, me, she just finds the out. She or he finds out after you know six six dates or whatever, and then just decides to break the news to you. You're there having your tap ass or whatever and you know just breaks the news to you <laughs> eight months left to live it'd be heartbreaking if if he or she had already known since the beginning and chose not to share it i'd be pretty pissed off but if this is a relatively new diagnosis i don't think i want to be in the business of adding to the stress of the fact that they're about to die so i probably would ride you it out of cancer i think bloody <sighs> <I> <laughs> mutating cells oh, so annoying so annoying. Oh, annoying i stay with them and build a rapport with them and get my name in the will get my feet under the table or meet the parents. Now we're thinking, do they have life uh, insurance? A bit of emotional compensation, we call that. There's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Pawn their car after they die or something. You, know? <laughs> you got to cash it, haven't you? So who's going to pay for the funeral? Do you know what I mean, come on. Yeah, exactly. Sort of They're so expensive as well. Dying is so expensive. Dying yeah. is so expensive. Not that I'd know. I'm still here. I'm still standing. Mm-hmm. This is but not a holiday. Very, very expensive. I don't have that much experience in dealing with grief either. So. It would be an interesting, it'd be a learning experience for me. Mm-hmm. But that's how I view all kind of relationships. They're all learning experiences. You learn different things from different people. And You've that's why relationships are so years. good, I feel. Maybe too much. Maybe I've learned too much about the nature <laughs> Maybe. of people. Just, I was also <laughs> thinking during the week, one of my many shower thoughts. Um, Lots of showering this week, I like it. Well, yeah, every day. Stay you started seeing week. somebody or something? Nah. I was thinking this week, would you marry an ugly rich person? Okay, so let's set the scenario here. You can have all the things you've ever dreamed of. Everything, anything. You don't, you don't have to necessarily work if you don't want to. You can just go on holiday, wherever. It's a billionaire, this person, all right? But they're a solid two out of ten. Two out of ten looks. Nice personality. You like being around them, the friendly person. But two out of ten. But if you marry them, you can do yeah. whatever the hell you want for the rest of your life. No worries. Nothing. You just do whatever you want. To do it, I like this question because I think that informing this question, either subconsciously or consciously, you're thinking he's gonna have to, he's gonna have to weigh up his superficiality against his materialism, and it's gonna be such an internal struggle, which it is. Exactly. Um, <laughs> exactly. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna come out of this smelling of roses, but I would say no, and I would say no because I think. I care too much about, you know, appearance. And and also, like, it's, it's a two out of ten rich guy. Has he got a nice personality? That's that's my first thought. My first thought is about the personality. Oh, he does. Yeah. I mean, that's nice because rich people don't tend to be the nicest of people. And I say that having spent some time around people who have a bit of money, shall we say. Oh. At uni, obviously. There's a bit of that. Don't tend to have good taste either, but we'll, we'll leave it at that before I start ranting. Um, but I wouldn't say so, no. I wouldn't say so. For me... You can do anything. Like, you, can, you can go anywhere in the world. You want to go, you don't have to work. You no, don't have to, and no worries. You can live wherever you want. I'd, all the clothes you want. I'd hate to be a freeloader. I'd hate to be a freeloader. And... <laughs> I had a bit of a reputation, apparently. This is, well, this is well, reputation's a bullshit. Because apparently I had a reputation for never buying my own drinks, which is not true because I'm always buying other people drinks. No. So I don't know where that came from at the start of this year. I was going, oh, buying your own drinks? So you, I'm not a freeloader. And hence why that the appeal of getting with a rich person just for the sake of that 
no chance, no chance. I mean, what, you're expected to perform? How am I expected to perform in the bedroom if I'm not attracted to to somebody? You know, you'd just be imagining somebody else. Paper bag job, we used to call that. Paper bag job. I think you'd go for that. I reckon you would. I reckon the right scenario, I reckon you, maybe not necessarily two out of ten, maybe like four. I've seen couples like that in in person, you know, we call them gold diggers, don't we? Or at least Kanye West does. And um, can you imagine being in one of those couples where you're out walking on the street and everybody's looking at you going, he or she's in it for the money, you know? Wonder why she's with him, wonder why he's with her, whatever. And they're ancient, they're ancient and they've got this pretty young thing on their arm or whatever. Like, it's just like, I couldn't, I couldn't face that embarrassment, you know? I couldn't do that. Unless well, you I care about other people's that. opinions then, is that what you're saying? I saw, I, I, regrettably so, I think it's a state of the state of the modern world, but also I'm not fussed about being able to do, you know, gaining this agency off of somebody else's money. No, I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm not here for it unless unless you've got a rich friend that you're trying to palm off onto me. I'm not sure. <laughs> Would you go down that route? You know, no, I, well, I wouldn't personally. Would. I don't think it's a particularly fulfilling life nor no. relationship to be with someone exclusively for what they can give you. Uh, no, no, definitely not. It's a solid no on that one for me. But I thought it would maybe tempt you. I thought it would just try no. to lure you into that one. Like I said, there's you know, it's superficiality. <clears throat> Is that even a word? Superficiality. It feels like it's one now. Super- it is now. We've spoken into existence. Superficiality against like um, materialism, isn't it? And I think I go for the superficial aspects of that, I think. Would you get pregnant if you could? You see, this is such an interesting question. I, I it suppose it's got, some, it's got something to do with love, hasn't it? And I always maintain no. But my really? mum says that it was the, the most fulfilling experience of her life or something, you know, carrying somebody around with that's basically what pregnancy is carrying somebody True. around with her for nine months is one of the best experiences of her life so I, I appreciate that but could you imagine pushing it out of no not for me very 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 painful very painful mm. not worth it not but i do it. i lament i think <laughs> not worth the worst bringing thing, this this new human into the world it's not worth it for my worst, own child I mean, i'm not i'm not going through all that pain for and for what and for what they grow up and they're terrible and they cost loads of money, but no, I maintain the worst thing about being badly. gay, <laughs> which I would, I'd be a terrible parent. But the the worst thing about being gay is not the decades, hundreds of years of oppression, no. nor the hate crime aspects of it or whatever, nor the fact that I belong to the same community as James Charles. <laughs> it's the fact that you will never, ever have a child that's like 50% you and 50% your partner. Definitely the worst aspect of it, because that's the best aspect of having a child. You and the one that you love are making this baby, and it's 50% genetic makeup is yours, 50% theirs. Lovely little fusion going on. Never going to have that unless science kind of gets a move on with it, you know that that's a big regret of mine i think that's that's probably the worst thing about being gay i'd say personally interesting yeah that's interesting i guess it's not something that i'd that i'd think about too much but yeah i yeah, guess uh, that's an interesting one i, I guess it's uh, a what, shame what's I, the situation I, at the moment I, I then still, do you know like how do well, whether it? it's possible or not no i think the most cutting edge thing that they do at the minute is basically say <laughs> we'll have the same woman and then we'll take the sperm from one husband or one partner or whatever one guy and the sperm from another. We're not going to tell you whose child is which, and you're going to have two because that's what Neil Patrick Harris did with his husband. So is they it? don't know. 
they've got I think they've got two sons or a son or a daughter or whatever and they don't know who's the dad of one who's the dad of another but surely you can tell surely you <laughs> if can one tell, comes out right? ginger no. you're gonna know do you know what I mean yeah <laughs> if one comes out with a ginger mullet and a scruffy beard then uh, you know he's gonna be like you just have to pretend not to know are you be, yeah such a mystery well, and an attitude problem such a mystery this one this one's such a mystery <laughs> I just think, yeah, just with an aversion to skinny jeans. Yeah, he's, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But yeah, I think that's the like the forefront of like the scientific kind of like advances at the minute. I think that's definitely what Neil Patrick Harris did. And obviously, I think it probably still costs a lot of money as well. Um, but that's definitely as far as it's kind of uh, going. But for all the talk of it being so bad that, you know, we're never going to have a, a child that's 50% each, I'd still take being gay over being straight. So, I mean, Ooh. No offence, no offence. I'm, just, no, I'm very just offended by that, actually. Yeah. That's you can't you should be. Oh, won't somebody think of the straights? So they should, they should. Um, We've had it tough. Should, definitely, definitely. <laughs> do you have an, an age that is, do you think, too old? Like, what's what's the <laughs> oldest you would go for a relationship? Yeah, I wouldn't want... They say This is the weird thing, the weird illusion about dating apps, you know, with the filters and whatever, and you can filter people by age or whatever. I think it's it's completely arbitrary. I, there is no age. Like, Ooh. if you talk to somebody and it turns out that they're 25, 26, I suppose it depends upon how well you get along with them. I would never say no to somebody because they're 25, 26. Well, I would never 62. say no to somebody because they're 19, 20. But 18 is too young. Eight, there's something wrong about get, being with somebody that's 18, I feel. I think it's because they're probably straight out of, straight out of school. I was like, that's a, bit, that's a bit too young when, they, when they're at that stage in life. And also it's like a maturity thing. I think the level of maturity that you're at is much more relevant than the age you're at and it's possible for somebody to be say 19 20 21 them to be more mature than somebody that's 25 26 27 or whatever so i think you need to you need to have a similar level of maturity but we shouldn't be ruling people out arbitrarily based on but age could you ever be attracted 18 to or below that's 62 how old's Johnny Depp? Are you attracted to Johnny I think Depp? He's 50. I think he's 57, isn't he? 57. He? I don't like the fiery side of his character, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure which way that legal battle went, actually. So I mean, maybe, mm. maybe he's innocent. I don't know. I think you know he's a very attractive man, and he's with 57 or whatever. But I think that's definitely maybe he's 58 now. Definitely the exception rather than the norm. But it would be a bit weird to be with somebody that age that's been through what they've been through. Like, what are you bonding over? Like. I don't know what, you know, like, do you remember when Snickers were called marathon bars? No, I don't, because I'm not ancient, you know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what, are your, what are your memories? Like, what are you, you know, when, you, when, you, when, you're, when you're talking with somebody, in a, you know, in a talking stage or whatever they call it, or whatever, and you, you get to that stage, and I've had these conversations with people before where you reminisce about, well, a bit like we do on the podcast, to be fair. It's like one long talking stage, isn't it, really? Mm-hmm. Like, where else is leading? Um, but, but, and you reminisce about, like, things that you have in common about school, with the music that you listen to and things like that like how how are you bonding i'd like to speak to somebody that's in a relationship with somebody that's like 20 30 years older than them i'm like what are you talking about over dinner like your love for what elton john you know i don't, I don't know <laughs> but, but you um, would be prepared to, I've got... for, for uh, johnny depp you'd be prepared to go that that sort of old would you yeah well i don't know what me and johnny are going to bond over i don't know what he's into but we're not going to be, we're not going to have that much in common, I don't think, just by virtue of the age gap. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't rule it out arbitrarily based on age. So, Johnny, um, if you're listening, <laughs> Johnny, if you're listening, fix your temper problem and maybe give me a give me a call. I love Pirates of the Caribbean as well, so it'd be a weird dynamic between that and Johnny. Be weird. And you enjoyed that as a Orlando. kid, and now you're with him. 
Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom as well. Isn't oh. that? He's not bad. He's not bad. He's an interesting character. He'd love all the crystal stuff that you're into. Yeah, he's got like the daily routine going on. There's those pictures of him naked as well, isn't there? On a he's paddleboarding, which which I yeah he paddleboard, which I did in the summer. So I mean, when you say what have we got in common? Me and Orlando live to paddleboard, except he was naked, nude. Yeah, live free. He's living free. He's living free. Yeah, I don't know how many so-called talking stages that you've had or whatever, but like you do bond over what you have in common, obviously. And you have less in common with somebody that's 20, 30 years older than you than, than otherwise, wouldn't you? So I think it's 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 quite an interesting one. But some people do make it work with the age gap. Um, and when I say age gap, I'm talking about a proper age gap. I'm not talking about when they were in year 10, he was in year eight or something. Like, I'm not talking about that, that kind of retrospective reasoning. Yeah, stop bringing up those old memories shit. of yours. Come um, on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about proper age gaps. The good stuff, the good stuff. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio style age gaps. I'm talking about. You and those bloody um, year eights. But obviously, he sees yeah. himself as a lot younger than he is, doesn't he? He does. He does. He's a youthful <laughs> guy. He's a very youthful guy, as our Leo. I don't think I, I couldn't be with someone who's that age because then you got the weird dynamic of having him over for Christmas and they're the same age as your parents or something. Do you know what I mean, that's a bit yeah. weird, isn't it? I didn't even think of that actually. And then you've got the issue of like if they've had like kids from a previous thing with somebody their own age or whatever oh. and their kids you know you're bonding with your son-in-law or daughter-in-law or whatever you're the same age that's a bit weird as well that's a bit weird i just don't think i'd be able to do it dodgy dynamics at, at play give it a um, whirl but i don't have an upper age limit i never saw i wouldn't Ooh. get with anybody over 30 unless i'm using a dating app obviously and you have to you have to put the limits in place uh, do you want to reveal the biggest age gap upwards that you've got with if you have a not with anyone that's significantly older. No, I say I think that no, I think the the biggest age gap, which is something that's quite interesting, I think, in the gay community, because there does tend to be a, a culture, it seems, of age gapping. I think. Interesting. Um, but no, uh, I would say maximum one year older, and that would have been an established relationship that I was in. And they happen to be one year older. I don't know what that says about me. Don't like, don't like the way I'm looking there. No, no, no. Draw your own conclusions. But obviously, anybody that's used say an app like grinder which is people people think it's like tinder it's not because you don't need to match to message it's just a free-for-all where anybody with an account on there can message anybody else with an account on there or whatever and of course you have like 60 year olds 65 year olds on there that like just open up conversations with unsolicited pictures of their private parts shall we say oh, romantic um, it's so romantic we should use that one of those pictures in the in a thumbnail <laughs> that's a thumbnail song for this week I think I think I feel like that would ward people off. I think it's people would be like, I'm not a, a wrinkly old no, 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 no. It's like a looks like a chipolata. No. Um, so you get approached by people of, of certain ages on there, obviously. And well, it's a, for me it's a swift, it's a swift block, I feel. Ooh. We don't need to be seeing that on there. But in terms of like actually even actually just like getting with somebody or whatever, it's never really been more than a a year or two older. Not, not really. Mm, I, I do. I think it's interesting because I, I do hear about people on nights out. You know, they've got they're like twenty two, and they've got with somebody who's thirty six or something. And I'm just a bit like, I don't know. I can't imagine ever doing that. That would be a strange dynamic. I've I've heard yeah. of situations where guys have been like twenty, twenty one, twenty two, and they've got with like a thirty four year old, thirty six year old woman at a bar okay. or something like that. Yeah, I, I always think that's an interesting one. I really do. I think that's. I can't imagine the dynamic at play there because that is there's a there's sort of like they're a proper woman at that point like they are they are woman like they're very much in the 100%, woman territory 100 woman 100 yeah. woman at that point Joe, yeah. I mean, there's not that sort of 
young woman sort of stage. They're out of that. No offense to any 34-year-old women that are, yeah, are listening. Yeah. I would question why they're out clubbing at 34. Well, no, it's just you know. a bar, just, to, just just having some drinks with their friends, bar. something like that. What and they're getting with people in a bar. Is that is that, is that based on a true oh, story that somebody's told meeting you? Meeting in the yeah. smoking area or something. That's <laughs> just a story. Is that actually told. happened? Is that is that, is that really? So that's 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 a story I've been told, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's a bit bizarre. I couldn't really imagine being attracted to a bog standard thirty odd year old that you see in a club. Like a bog you know, when standard. I think about <laughs> when I think about <laughs> when I think about people that I'm attracted to of a certain age, they're all like celebrities that are pretty, and that's why I'm attracted to them. But I couldn't imagine being attracted to your average thirty year old or whatever. Um, it's not really my not really my cup of tea. Definitely um, not. <laughs> I prefer to date people of a similar age. Similar, <laughs> similar, yeah. Age and even get with get with people of a similar similar age. Yeah. Um, Have you had any really tragic first dates before? Because you mentioned that one in the in the Spanish restaurant where the guy started speaking Spanish and the waitress didn't speak Spanish. Have you had any others? Have you been on many many other first dates? I've been. I had a first date on Valentine's Day. I've had I've had two first dates. Two first dates on Valentine's Day. First one was exquisite. And what would happen? Would we've been we've been talking for about two three weeks and the date happened to fall on valentine's day just so happens and well, i love it when that happens when the stars align and everything and you're still and with this them now it. aren't you no. <laughs> ah, okay so stars didn't align then did they they did for a while and then uh, they didn't have a personality I love two two stars. It's a show. but yeah it was embarrassing but it wasn't embarrassing in the sense that like, ha ha it's embarrassing it's embarrassing the amount of effort that he put in and the lack of effort that i did so the oh, date God. was uh, around at his like in his like um accommodation or whatever and over the course of these two or three weeks that we've been talking he'd somehow secretly very subtly asked me what my favorite starter main and dessert were like but like at different times and i didn't realize i think clock so like different times across the course of these couple of weeks he'd asked and he's like do you want to go on a date on 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 tuesday or whatever and i was like, oh yeah oh it's valentine's day how apt so i turned up at a student accommodation and he's like flipped his bed over and turned it into a table i don't know how i can't remember my memory's memory's sketchy there's a white there's a white tablecloth out a white tablecloth out on the bars on the table but yeah 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 yeah, yeah. on the bed bed as a table on the floor yeah 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 Oh, basically, God. it's Feng Shui that I feel. Put <laughs> put the put the mattress on the floor and prop a, a table on it, a mini let's table. Let's get it let's, on, let's, oh, yeah. baby. Let's get it on. We're on the mattress. Watch the, watch the candles. The mattress is flammable. Come on, I'm a bit, be be responsible, man. There's like, but there's like roses on the, like a vase with roses on the on the, the table that's on the bed and. The, the only issue with this was that there's no chairs on the bed, so you're kneeling. You're kneeling. Uh, on the bed like eating off the table that's propped on it it was like something that would happen at like some kind of like buddhist retreat or something um but anyway over, over the course of two or three weeks that we've been talking he'd ask me so i was like what's your what's your favorite starter and i must have said something like tomato soup or something if i'd oh, have known he was asking with a purpose i'd have oh, yeah, i'd have a bloody love smoked salmon with dauphinoise potatoes and truffles instead like he's got a, a can of heinz out can I, it was it was it was a can of heinz, can of heinz soup can I, mind uh, the white sheets uh, yeah <laughs> slurping slurping it careful <laughs> oh, careful God. careful Super but it was a sentiment really it was a sentiment and then I, I can't remember what i said my favorite main was my favorite main is beef wellington but i definitely didn't say that i think i said something like spaghetti bolognese or something i can't remember what the dessert was either but he'd done that and i was this was embarrassing because 
of the lack of effort that I'd put in. So I'd rocked up at his place and he'd transformed the room into some kind of dining area, shall we say. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of thought that went into it, obviously. And then he's bringing the stars to the main and the dessert out or whatever. And I'm kind of thinking, what am I bringing to this to this party? What am I bringing to this? But wait I'm a second. Wait, if he's out bringing the food in, he's presumably cooked it. So is he, what, in a kitchen somewhere and not you by yourself or what? How's Yeah, yeah. So he keeps on popping off to the kitchen and it must have timed it to perfection. I mean, that's a lot of effort to put in for someone that you've only been speaking to for two or three weeks. So much. Like, I was caught I was caught off guard, but I remember walking into the room and seeing the roses on the table and nearly choking up crying. I'm not somebody that cries. I don't know whether I was crying because it was so romantic or crying because I was so embarrassed. I'm not sure. I mean, um, after two or three weeks, that's quite full on, really, to be right to their place. I, felt I thought you were going to say it was in a restaurant, but it's their place. No, 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 no. Very romantic mattress on the floor with a sheet on top of it. And what you know, we, he's got what roses out. What are we going to do with out. the mattress on the floor? What are we going to do with the mattress on the floor? And what happened, a- <laughs> what happened afterwards, though? Did you clean the plates away? Did that mattress get any use or what? Would you have to fumble no, it back no, onto the mattress bed? Been- well, the mattress did get used. It got used from him, but not from me. <laughs> it smell, still smells us back. Bowl. Ooh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> fancy, fancy any any action? Garlic breath. No, thanks. Oh, I'll see you God. tomorrow. Very romantic. Very romantic. And the Valentine's Day before that, I was with somebody and we'd been together for about a month. And the only thing we commemorated Valentine's Day was with, I think, Subway. We're doing like a... Come as a couple, buy one sub and get a second sub free for Valentine's Day only. Oh. And at that point, I didn't even like Subway. Didn't even like Subway. So I got I got took along to a Subway, like a 20-minute journey to a Subway or whatever, just with the premise of getting two subs for the for the guy I was with. I didn't even like it. I didn't even like no, that Subway is romantic. That, that, that was romantic. Nothing says romance, like come with me to Subway and I can have two meatball marinaras or whatever, you know. <laughs> You should have had one big, long subway that you were sort of both eating from both ends, like in the cartoons. Like Lady and the Tramp. Lady and the Tramp style, yeah. Mm -hmm. For couples only. How are you supposed to prove that? We had to kiss in front of the whole restaurant. I'm not sure. sure. Oh, God. I think we should do some relationship advice now. We've got lots of different uh, bits of relationship advice to go through uh, from Reddit, one of my favourite Reddits. Uh, I don't know if you call them forums or something, I don't know. Uh, But this is titled, this particular one, I turned boyfriend down for sex for first time and worried, and now I'm worried it's killed his confidence. Okay. Uh, so usually we go at it two or three times a week, she says. Go at um, it. She hasn't said that. that, that I'm you... using that, that word. You paint such a beautiful picture on this, this Valentine's yeah. week. Romantic. <laughs> um, pretty healthy balance, because although I definitely have a higher libido, is that the right way to pronounce yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I have a higher libido, uh, and it's been a source of tension in the past, brackets, which we work through. We haven't been intimate in about four days, which is okay with me. Not four days. Oh, God. Relationship's over. Uh, Which is okay with me. I've made the adjustment to match him. Today, he made a joke about how he has a lower libido, said it's all mental, and was like, no, Biggie, I'm very self-sufficient. Brackets, being playful. That's what she said, I think, to him. A couple hours later, I'm on my way to work. There's a whole story here. He wants to stop me to go at it. He says, I got a poop first, though, to which she replies. Instantly, she laughs and says, babe, that's a total mood killer. I'm going to stick with my plan and I'm going to go work out. Basically, she turns him down, essentially, is is what she's saying now. Um, So I wasn't thinking at the time, but this is literally the first time in two years I've turned him down. I'm I'm always down when he is even, let's take me by surprise, (laughs) even if... 
even if just to blow him. So <laughs> now he's pouty, and I can tell just just to blow him. It's the casual you know, nature do. of it. Just to blow him. She sounds disappointed. Just a quick one. That's disappointed. Yeah. So now he's pouty, and I can tell his confidence is off. I stand by what I said, lol. But how can I build him up again without making it awkward or weird? So she's yeah. worried that she basically he might have lost his confidence of initiating. Yeah. How does she build it up? I feel like the, the first point I got to make in here is, is it bizarre that we live in a day and age where people think that it's acceptable to put problems like that on the internet and go into an insane amount of detail? I would be fuming if anybody I was with was like typing these issues out there and putting, like, going into so much... So much detail, so much detail. Like, is there no boundaries we'll here? We'll cut some of that out. If you're feeling it, you're feeling it. If you're not, you're not, and you can't help that. And I'm sorry, but if, if the person you're with is getting so complacent that they're like, yeah, I just need to go take a shit before whatever. I think that is a mood killer. It'd turn me off. It is. It wouldn't turn well, me on. would in your situation, definitely. Or maybe it's a good thing in your situation if someone says that. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, it's a, it's a practical kind of need, actually. So you need to take But not right before, actually. really? No, no, Would that have no, happened right no. before? No, it's not. It's not something you want to talk about either when you're getting getting down yeah. and dirty with that. But obviously, you know, it's sometimes it's, literally if, dirty. If if they're not in, if they're not engaging in uh, in the anal sex, then you know it doesn't really affect anything, does it? I'd say. Um, and this is coming from some. I've got major issues with like boundaries in terms of things like farting. I don't like farting in front of people that I'm with. I once remember somebody saying it's like going to a theatre show and seeing what what happens like backstage. It kind of ruins the mystique of everything, the appeal of everything. If somebody's farting in front of you and whatever, natural bodily I suppose, function. I suppose, oh, disgusting, absolutely vile. Get out, get out. So yeah, so I can see why she would be turned off by that. And it does sound like it's a hot topic in their relationship, doesn't it? The whole libido thing. It does. I think we're on the same page with that, and that's a shame. That's a shame, I feel, because there's nothing you can do about it as well. But how um, does she now build up his confidence? Does she have to initiate something with him in order to build that confidence for him to then go and try something Yeah, back? it's it's a storm in a teacup, isn't it? And there's give and take in the situation. And I think she has to go out of her way, I think, to make him feel comfortable again, because I imagine he's quite embarrassed by that, because it's quite embarrassing to be rebuffed, even if you're in a relationship with somebody. It's Either been four that days needs- now. It's been four days. Just needs four days. I know, shocking. It's such a talk about a dry spell. Yeah. Um, either that or she needs to like take a shit in front of him or something to make him feel comfortable because I feel like that's the stage of the relationship. An eye for an eye. So, so yeah, exactly. So he feels less embarrassed. We need to normalize, normalize the shit discourse, I think, in that in that relationship. But four days, no, I feel so my thoughts and prayers are with them both. Should you ever take a dump in front of a partner? I feel like I have. I feel like I have. Oh, you definitely have. That wasn't a question. I knew you had, but should you? Do you know what I mean? Is that a a weird thing to do? No, you shouldn't. It isn't, it isn't. It is because I don't, I wouldn't, I don't particularly enjoy the experience. And like I said, it is a bit, is a bit like going to the theatre and seeing everything that goes on backstage, I feel. But it's also nice in a weird way. Now, let me hear me out on this. It's nice. It's nice to have your It's nice to have your partner shit in front of you. Why? Um, <laughs> That's getting clipped up for the, the intro. <laughs> You've done me dirty there. If you're pardon the pun, you're pardon the pun. Um, it's nice because it means that they feel comfortable around you, right? That means that you're doing something right because you've reached that level where they feel like they can do this and that in front of you. But I just feel like that's the thing that taking a dump is necessary. It's a necessary process. Whereas I think farting in front of somebody is disrespectful. Hold it in, do it silently, 
go out of the room if you need to. But I just think that's disrespectful and it's a disgusting sound and everything. Whereas taking a dump in front of your partner, I think is it shows you trust them and it shows you feel comfortable around them. And I like that. There's a dichotomy that's dichotomous. It can also very different. Can it not change your view or perspective on that person now that no. you know you've seen them seen them squatting? You know, could you, could you not just <laughs> then go, mm, I just feel them a little bit differently now? Now I've heard. No, the so you're saying do you just not think that, like, if you don't see them shit, they don't shit? You just assume that they shit, right? They well, shit. out of sight, out of mind. But it just gets to the point as well where you might be at one morning and, you know, your your routines are intertwined or whatever and you're there brushing your teeth. And in order, you know, when you're both getting ready, you know, in order to be most efficient, they might have to be in the bathroom at the same time as you and they might they might be squatting on the toilet. Just nah, get, get two over bathrooms. it. Whereas, whereas two bathrooms. <laughs> You're living the living the good life. YouTube pays well. YouTube pays yeah. well. But yeah, but farting, I think, is disrespectful. Just a thing. Burping as well. Burping is disrespectful. It's just a horrible sound to make. Just hold it in, man. Hold it in. Mm, I'm not, I don't know. I'd, for me personally, if I'm with somebody, I'm, I definitely wouldn't want to be someone who's doing it sort of deliberately, you know, like going out of the way to actively be burping and farting. That I'm not, that's, you know, a turn off for sure. But definitely, definitely. I also, at the same time, want that person to be comfortable as well so if they do have to if you know if, if we're in bed watching a film or something and you know in this hypothetical situation them holding it in would lead to them being uncomfortable stomachache that kind of thing i'd much rather than just let it slip and i'd be like does it ever lead to stomachache though does that ever lead to stomach oh, it does for me. see see we do we don't need to know that everybody's going to be recoiling on their morning commute or whenever people listen to this we don't need to know that that's normal if you hold it in you get a gaseous feeling leave the room and do it leave the room and do it do Watch it on the, the sly honestly world war three will kick off if i'm ever with somebody and they do the thing where you're in bed with them and they fart underneath the quilt and then like push your head under it or something there's a name right, who's that. doing that it's disgusting who the it's hell's a, doing that i saw a tweet i saw a tweet about it the other day i saw a tweet about it the other day and it's right. disgusting and it's from from a woman as well from a woman oh we have different stands for women as well don't like, we in our society so we should not tolerate that good point 100%, 100%, not very ladylike, I feel. Not very ladylike. Oh, women, what are they like? What are they like? Hold it in, man, hold it in. But no, no. But could you imagine, if somebody did that to me, honestly, I'd be out there like a shop. You know? <laughs> I'd be know. out there like a shop. Not your standards. That's a turn off. That's a tu- no, I'd be out there like a shop. I would, I've got, I don't know. I've got I no love- standards, but that is a red line for me. That's a red line for me. I love how red that line. is, but certain other things, which we probably can't mention, aren't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like being a sociopath. <laughs> you're into that actually weirdly okay no, no, next doesn't... next problem this one's titled on. girlfriend and i are taking a break i don't want her to sleep around while on said break okay long story short me a 21 year old guy i assume and my girlfriend an 18 year old are going to take a break because of some personal reasons but we are planning on resuming the relationship later i know she has a bit of sexual history with other guys good to know meanwhile i was a virgin until meeting her how do i tell her that i only want her and don't want her to sleep around without sounding like i'm assuming she will while on this break any advice is appreciated how is he going to ask about you know is she going to be allowed to sleep around whilst on this break like what is a break should you ever have breaks in a relationship to me, it's either yeah. surely just break up. Yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm in favour of that school of thought as well. But I had a friend that was seeing this guy for like two years, three years maybe from school. And then they both went off to uni and was like, oh, we should have a break for a month or whatever, you know. We're on the rocks a bit. So they're going to break. She conceptualises break with, I can sleep with other people. Oh, and he doesn't, and there's no communication about this here. That's the so worst scenario possible. She's where's the where's the communication? That's just she's sleeping around or whatever. 
Um, but then they get back together. So that's nice. So the breakers worked. Brilliant. And then he catches chlamydia from her. And he's Aww. like, he's like, you're the only person I've slept with while you're sleeping around the break. And she went, she went hard and fast, which is okay if you're on a break. If you communicate it, it's okay. But she happened to get back with the guy. They were on the rocks and she gets back with him after the break and gives him chlamydia because she'd been sleeping around during the break. <laughs> That's all good, isn't it? So then, so then they thought the relationship was fixed and they were back on the rocks again. But I feel as long as you want the same things, it's okay. So if you both want a break, then that's okay. It's fine. He doesn't. He doesn't want a break. He, he wants to talk it out. This is the problem. It's a tricky one. But just ask her though, because why is he asking random people on the internet if she's going to be sleeping around? Like you're only going to get the answer you want from the person, the other person in that in that scenario. This is the thing. Like, he needs to talk to her, doesn't he? He needs to just say like, when when we say you're having a break, what do we mean by that? My idea yeah. of a break is this. What's your idea of a break? And if one of them breaks that, then. Yeah. You know, you can break up or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Because if, if there's kind of like a grey area, then you don't really know where you stand with 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 somebody else, do you? So it's 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 a tricky one. But I would say if you have a break and you sleep around, don't get back with somebody and give them a sexually transmitted infection. Is Great advice. what I would say, just in case that needed clearing up. Mm-hmm. But obviously, nobody does these things on purpose, and everybody everybody makes mistakes. But it's all about wanting the same things, and it's all about being on the same page. So I feel like they should just talk it out. You shouldn't be on Reddit. Why? I can't believe these people have problems with their relationships, and they're like, "I'm not, you know, the other person in this relationship is not going to be my first port of call. I'm going to go to Reddit." But it's nice because it gives us problems to comb over. Exactly. I think I think people should come to us. I think we should be relationship counseling we should be charging um, really for this shouldn't we i feel like we should i feel like we should would you ever go on a break do you think breaks can be useful or are they just sort of like code for breakup eventually no i know a lot of people that have been on breaks and they've they've got back together after i don't know whether i don't know where i stand on the whole like can we go on a break but you can't sleep with other people that's like having your cake and eating it isn't it you can't really dictate somebody else's decisions if you're having a so-called break can you i'm not sure i agree with that Mm. but with the idea of a break i think it can i think in relationships maybe sometimes people take other people for granted and there's no better way of learning to appreciate somebody again than say spending less time with them but you can't say i want to go on a break and have some distance but by the way you can't do this 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 and this i think as soon as you're going to break you relinquish that right to dictate somebody else's decisions. Oh, interesting. I can't imagine I'd ever be on a break. I don't think so. I just, I don't think it's either a relationship or not. I think for me, I can't imagine a scenario where I think the break is an option. It would have to be a clean break. I just wouldn't understand the logic of being like, can we go on a break? But by the way, you, you can't sleep with anybody else. It's not really a break, is it? Mm. Then what are you doing? You're kind of like having your cake and eating it. You're like, I like you, but I'm sick of you. But also, I'm not sick of you enough to let you sleep with other people. I think it's having your cake and eating it. I'm not a fan of that. Not a fan of that. Interesting. Interesting. Go wild. Go wild, man. Go wild. <laughs> Get out there and live free. That's what they're saying. Live free. Oh, this next one. Titled. <laughs> Again, I don't know why they have to come to us for this, but they have. It's titled, Found Texts of My Boyfriend Calling Me Ugly. As if you need like a, a, an idea of what to do in this situation. I found texts of my boyfriend telling his brother that I'm ugly, but he is just following his heart by being with me. I haven't asked him about it, but I did make some comments if he finds me attractive. But he says otherwise to my face. I obviously no, cried I and was hurt by this text. <laughs> obviously but i should but i didn't know how to approach this with him or even if i should question mark 
I'm kind of aching inside. I feel really sad. It did hurt my feelings a lot. Full stop. What should she do? Get out of there. I'm not having that. Yeah, maybe, you know, maybe that's just him joking. I would like to question the logic of somebody is ugly, but I'm following my heart and being with them. Why is your heart telling you to be with somebody you find ugly? Like, it's okay to find people ugly. We can't be attracted is to it? everybody. But you don't have to lead them down the garden path in a relationship. And then, no, to call them ugly. I mean, but it's a tricky situation because what does she say? She was, oh, you just happened to be on your phone looking through your messages with your brother. And you, I saw you call me ugly. I mean, I'm not sure. I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable with, with somebody that I'm with having my password to my phone if they want to go on it. I'm, I've got no Ooh. secrets to hide or whatever. But it's, it, would be, it would be tricky if you haven't communicated that and she's been, she's been going through his messages or whatever. Then how do you bring, bring that up? You can, I feel like that's where her tension lies. Because she can't say, I was on your phone without your permission. And you, I saw you call me ugly. Because I think he'd take issue with that. Get, get a bit defensive, maybe. But I don't look very fondly upon that. I think I'd be out there. Pretty clear cut, really, isn't it? You know, it's sort of, in a relationship, if the other person thinks you're ugly, then... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's that. What's that relationship built on? Obviously, it's not all just about feel, looks. But you've got to be attracted to them, haven't you? I feel a bit like Captain Obvious. Well, I'm mm. like, if, if he finds you ugly, get out of there. Because there'll be other people out there that don't find you ugly. Well, she loves him. I would feel my feelings for somebody eviscerate as I was reading those messages, if that was me. I'd just be... Maybe someone like hacked his my phone. Let's say, you know, I hate it when that happens. Maybe she, like... Maybe he was, like, his phone's in his back pocket and it happened to be on the text messages and he accidentally, accidentally typed it. It's a niche reference. I don't know if this will stay in, but when Jody and Lescott accidentally tweeted a picture of his car, Jody and Lescott played for Aston Villa and Aston Villa fans were hounding him and he was, like, he tweeted just a picture of his car just to probably just to kind of, like, highlight how much money he earns uh, regardless of the fact that they were shit. And then he said, oh, uh, my phone was in my pocket while I was driving and it accidentally tweeted a picture of my car it's kind of like that's not really a thing that happens is it a bit of a coincidence i think niche reference for the football fans out there very though. niche reference uh, niche although reference. to be fair i once went on a run right i accidentally had my phone screen on because i didn't mm. realize that you could turn this the screen off and still have the running app going at the same time i was one of my first times using running app and yeah. i checked my phone and i nearly sold shares in a company i had gone <laughs> from the running app onto like this almost like the stock app and he was like do you want to sell <laughs> shares in this company i was like oh no i don't really do that that happened <laughs> in my pocket just from a run so you never know what driving can do you're putting your stall out this week aren't you we get it ladies he runs and he owns shares in companies so um you know leave a leave a comment uh, if you're interested, if you were trying to sell me to a well, woman, not literally, not literally, what sort of things would you say to get them interested? Like, what, how would you describe me? How would you get them to sort of like, if you're putting an advert in a paper to get, you know, sort of find, find love yeah. for me, what, what would you say? It's an interesting one for you. I would say he's got good chat. He's very loquacious, good sense of humor. Loquacious. He's a bit of a looker. Loquacious, very chatty, very vivacious kind of personality. Very dry sense of humour, which some some people are into. I think I think some people are into that. Um, and he's he's not bad looking himself. He's not, not bad, bad looking himself. Not we, bad. You've really sold. We don't objectify there. people. Well, I don't. I want to filter out the superficial people. I want to super, exactly. uh, filter out the superficial people. So I'd say he runs. He runs. He's got shares. He's got a YouTube channel. Although I'm not sure if I try and hide that from people. I'm not sure whether they'd be into that or whether that. Do you get much attention from the females because of a lot of people sliding into the DMs, being like, "I love your videos. Rail me." Something like that. I don't know. Exactly like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly the messages that I get. They're from my fake accounts. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're saying that those ups just boost my confidence. Do you reckon I ever will be in a relationship? Hopefully. What do you think? Yeah, I think yeah, there's there's somebody out there for everybody. It's a cliche, but it's true. 
and it'll happen when you least expect it, which is also a cliche, but it's also true. Mm. Um, so I, I don't know when and I don't know where. And I don't know how. I don't have the answers for you, but I can tell you, you're ready for it. And that's all that matters. You just really? need to find somebody else that's ready for it as well. Got any friends? Um, any friends to set me up with? Everybody's busy doing their own thing at the minute, which is a shame. Everybody, everybody seems to be uh, invested in their own in their own entanglements. But I'll keep you updated on that on that front. Please obviously. do keep us posted. I'd love, I would love to play Cupid just because of the fact that I'd be able to go around the wedding eventually and tell everybody I'm the reason they're together. I got them together. I got them together. Well, you're yeah, getting invited to this wedding. Uh, I'm doing I'm doing the speech. I'm doing the speech. I'll do the DJing as well. <laughs> the D- the no, DJ Dave. He's there. DJ Dave. <laughs> as he should be. As he should be. And on that note, we'll wrap up the Valentine's Day special. <laughs> there with, with, you know, hopefully some, some hopeful words there. There is someone yeah, I wanted there to. for everyone. And if somebody asks you, what your favourite starter, main and dessert are. They're planning a lovely Valentine's surprise for you on a mattress on the floor and like having a candlelit dinner. So enjoy it, embrace it, gives you a good story to tell. Don't yeah. feel too bad about rocking it with nothing. Didn't even take wine, didn't even take any wine. Maybe I am a freeloader. Maybe I'm a freeloader you are. after all. A wipe down the um, sheets. Yeah, worth it. Thank you all so much for watching. We'd appreciate it if you drop a like and hit that subscribe button. Help us get to 250 subscribers. Be part of the 250 yeah. fraternity. I think about 25 likes, something like that. Creeping towards it. Appreciate you all watching, and I'll see you next time. Cheers. See you next week.